Boom. We are back. Episode 2 of the FPL Draft Show with myself and Jackson. Hopefully you enjoyed episode 1. Giving you a background of what the draft is and hopefully it came across how much we loved it. So, in episode 2, we are going to talk about exactly how to set up the draft. We talked briefly in episode 1 about, let's say, numbers and head-to-head, so on and so forth, why it's great. Today, we're going to get a bit more technical and imagine you are literally setting it up. So, a couple of things that you need to do to be prepared for the draft. In the app, and I mentioned the app, the app is extremely important. If you're not using the app, forget about it. If you're using the web app or using your laptop, you're not going to sustain your season in the draft or normal FPL really, but the draft more so because it's a lot more interactive. Yeah, it's going to be harder to find. You won't be able to use it properly and the app isn't set up for the draft essentially and neither is the web app, but it's easiest to use in the app. 100%. There's going to be a lot of things that you need to interact with in terms of um, transactions in the app. So it has to be easy for you. Now, when we're going into the app, so download the app, you go into it and where you click fancy, below it, there will be draft, okay? If you are brand new to the draft, it will just prompt you straight away to create a league. If you've already done a draft, the way you create a league is you actually go into points. So your previous season, you click points tab and you scroll down and on the right hand side, it's going to prompt you to create a league or join a private league. These are actually two of the biggest ways that it confuses people. I actually had to look on the app for literally 10 minutes and I played numerous drafts and I still couldn't find where to create a league. So if you're new to the draft, it will prompt you sign up, click into create or join league. If you've already played a draft, go to points tab, scroll down and on the right hand side, it's going to say join or create a league. Now, when you're creating a league, again, we said 12 people. There's a couple of ways you can set it up. You need to have a commissioner or can have a commissioner. A commissioner is a person that makes sure that the league stays honest. Yeah. So nobody like Stephen Nolan is going to be your commissioner. <laughs> so maybe select someone who you think is going to be fair because he's essentially the godfather of the draft. He is financial fair play within the I thought draft. you were talking about me there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> That's a good one. National fair play. Yeah, that is good. He's the one that's going to be dealing with all trades and waivers uh, throughout the whole season. We will talk about that later on. But this person, he may think he has the most knowledge within FPL. um, But yeah, that's the person you want to be picking. Yeah, so what they do essentially is make sure that people aren't cheating. Again, we'll talk about it later on about transfers. But again, I'm not going to trade a Salah for... Jensen. Jensen, literally. Whatever I've seen before. Yeah, honestly. So, like, if if there was no commissioner, them trades might happen and it takes away the integrity of the league. So, if I'm second and I want to win, like you fucking try, (laughs) prick. We got to get them voice notes on this. Anyways, that's beside the point. Um, If you don't have a commissioner and some of these trades go through, the whole league turns to shit. So, yeah, there could be a couple of side bets done. You could be giving one of the boys 20 quid if you do a transfer. <laughs> that's why you have the commissioner there to oversee all transfers and to basically stop any that will 
Is that any dodgy dealings, really? Not, yeah, no dodgy dealings. The commissioner is there to stop that. Yeah, so again, when we start a league, 10 or 12 players, put them into a group chat. We'll talk about why that's important later on as well. When a trade is coming through, often the commissioner might send it into the group and say, are we all okay with this? Do we think that this is fair? Yeah. Because if someone, if it's very obvious, it, it might get stopped. But at the same time, if I really think that um, Jensen has like a three fixtures in a row and he's going well yeah it's never going to be Salah but it could be someone very good could be Matoma and Jensen yeah. someone like that yeah like, someone like that um, that could be a really stupid transfer in someone's eyes but in another person yeah. they might have a gut feeling or they might have some inside knowledge that Matoma is injured yeah exactly something yeah. like that but so yeah that's, that's at least the commissioner is there too yeah that's why the commissioner is extremely important in that sense so we're setting up a draft we go into creatively now, in this tab, it's also important because you pick the minimum amount of players and the maximum amount of players. Again, however many enter is kind of up to you. And you pick a time and a date for the draft. But essentially, everyone has to log on at the same time and be very weary of time differences as well. One yeah. or two people got caught out. For like an example, me and you, we're in Australia now. I know a guy that's going to be in our draft. He's in Vancouver, and then the rest of our mates are in Ireland. So a lot of people will be in similar situations to us. So do make sure that it suits everyone. Yeah. It's going to be hard, but and if you're not going to be there on the day, we're going to talk about that later on. Yeah. So let's say you have your twelve people. You've set up your league. You've you've named your team. What you do now, as let's say the set up the setter upper, the commissioner of the league, yeah. is to send out your code to them twelve people. We're going to use twelve as an example. Start a group chat. Say this is code, boys sign up so now, basically whoever listen now you are the commissioner for your draft yeah you are the commissioner you need, need to get the boys on on because this happened remember we were at uh after it was the after Mars wedding or some do yeah and i play a draft with a couple of my mates but then i said to a couple of other boys that play fantasy but they don't play the draft I'm like boy we have to get a draft going between our group of friends yeah so you could have one group of friends doing the draft and another group of friends doing the draft Rally up a couple of your mates, say we're going to do a draft this year. These two boys on Spotify are going talking about it and it's supposed to be savage crap. Sign up your league. Set a provisional date for the draft. So I don't know, maybe two weeks before the season starts. Sometime um, in July, I think the first game is the 12th of August. So set it for then because most players will be in the league. This can change. So if it doesn't suit that particular date, don't worry about it. You can change from week to week. You can change the time. Can change everything up until the time of the draft. So if you have it for eight o'clock and people can't make it, five eight you can change it to half eight. So don't worry too much. So when you set your time and your date, it's very important that those players are available for roughly an hour and a half, depending on how many people are in it. It's going to be over an hour. The upper end of the scale is going to be two hours. When you're picking them, there's going to be about 30 seconds, 45 seconds. You can set that timer when the draft room is complete and i know it's only 15 seconds but it makes a big difference you probably want to send it for 45 seconds now if you have two or three players that are not online but they're in the draft room that timer is going to go down to 45 seconds every time it's going to run out every time so the more people that are there the more people that are active the quicker the draft is going to go now there's no panic make sure that you have the two hours spare um, before and after so on and so forth but it's going to be a roughly an hour and a half with 30 seconds or 45 seconds timer 
for each pick. Once you have the WhatsApp group set up with all your mates in it, you have the time and date set as well for when the draft is going to happen. All group members can then name their team and enter into the you draft. Can, you can actually enter the draft once you have your team set up. So let's say there's supposed to be 12 of us and only me and you have joined yet. I can go into the draft room. Yeah. So when you set up the team, you can enter the draft room and then you're ready to go. When that time comes around and you're logged on, the draft begins, which we'll talk about. But you can enter the draft room and the set up before the draft room is integral to how you get on in the draft. In the draft. I like that word. Integral. Serious. <laughs> yeah. I only fumbled after that <laughs> while I was saying it. Yeah, so as we had mentioned in episode one, click head-to-head draft, click your minimum, your maximum, click a commissioner that vetoes trades, that controls the trades, set your date and your time, that can be changed, don't worry about that. Get your group chat ready, send out the code and wait for the draft night. What happened with us last year as well, one or two lads who you know them yourselves and your group of friends, they're slow to reply, they never check their messages around like that. Give them a kick up the hole to to do it um, because they will be missing out when you're all having fun playing the draft. They'll be raging they didn't enter it. So make sure to reach out to them lads to get them to, uh, to sign up. Yeah, get them to sign up and make sure that they're available. Like I know it sounds like an awful lot of work, but make sure that they're around that night. Things can change the week before, the day before, that they're not around. And we'll talk about what will happen if they actually enter the draft room but aren't there, which is uh, very important. The main thing is to get in and enter the draft room and then you're in play. When you enter the draft room, your picks will actually be picked for you whether, whether you're there or not. Yeah. But if you don't enter the draft room, you're not you're not you're not involved in the draft whatsoever. And it's not like normal fantasy football where you can join at any stage. If you're not there at the very yeah. start, you're not going to play. Now, on that point, one of the main things, the best things about the draft is you can start it at any time. You can, as a group, you can start it at any time. So if we start it three weeks late, doesn't make a difference because that's when we start what points from the table starts from there. So you can start the draft at any point, but you can't join in on the draft at any point. So I know we've practically done an episode and a half about setting up the draft, but once it's set up, that's when the fun begins. That's when the real magic happens. And I think we talked about it in episode one, why a lot of people don't play it is because it's not set up properly and ran properly. So most important part is setting it up properly, getting all your mates in, getting them into the draft room, and then the strategy starts to happen. The hard part is over once but the hard, the hard, the hard, the hard, hard the annoying part, the, the bit that puts people off playing the draft, is finished, finished once yeah. you've that done. Now the magic happens. And that's where the fun comes in. It's not it, the nitty gritty bits at the start, that's, it's not enjoyable. Yeah. If you, but if you are the one person that sorts that all out, it's relatively easy for the other people. Yeah. The other people are, like a normal fancy, you join, right, and you enter the draft room. Obviously there's a bit more once we enter the draft room, but when you get that far, majority of the work is done. Yeah, so commissioner needs to stand up. And yeah, take commissioner needs to be kind of the, the leader of the kind of draft. And then you're Gucci. We have our league set up. We've entered the draft room. The draft has actually not yet began. So let's say we have it on a particular day at 8 o'clock. If you want to do well, you have to put a small bit of research in and have a plan for that date at 8 o'clock. Or else, no, you can still do very well. Without doing any research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Course, you can. Again, we're here to give you the tips and tricks, and the best way to do it is have a plan in your head. Ignorance is bliss in some ways. Yeah. If you have a, a massive plan in your head, 
depends on personality as well. You can have a massive plan in your head and then if something doesn't go your way, you can be thrown off. But we're going to go through a lot of the tips and tricks. And if you have these strategies in place, you won't be thrown off and you will have a successful and less stressful draft. Yeah, you know what to expect. You know what to expect in terms of the changes. So when you do it for the first time and you have, we say, make this plan and then something changes, you're like, what the hell? Yeah. So when you have a plan and know that the plan rarely works out, you're a lot more calm. Yeah. When you are starting deciding who you're going to pick, what we recommend is to get a pen and paper out or get your phone. I like a pen and paper myself. No pad, no No pad, no <laughs> for a reason. Um, <laughs> get your notepad. Your FPL notepad, like everyone, like every good FPL player has. Yeah. <laughs> every normal person. <laughs> and in order for ye to understand what we are talking about when we get prepared for the draft, we again need to go over how to draft. We mentioned it in episode one. We also posted um, a post on Instagram about it. So again, the draft is a very, very unique experience. It's what makes the game unbelievable. Let's just go through how it works. Let's say there's 10 players. I know we use 12 a lot, but 10 is easy for this one. And every player is given a random letter between one and A and J, okay? And the game randomizes the picks. Let's say, for instance, it goes A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J. 10 letters. And it goes in that order. A gets first pick, B gets second pick, third, fourth, five, all the way. After the first 10 players have been picked, so again, Jackson, you're player A, and you get first pick, randomized. I am player B, I get second pick. Yeah, goes so on and so forth. When all them players are picked, J will get the 11th pick, and it will go backwards. So it will go J, blah, 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 J, G. G. <laughs> I know, the only reason I got it the last time is because I had it written out. G. So I got it. H-I-J. It will go back. H-I-I. It's too hard, man. All right. When it gets... When it gets to... <laughs> when it gets to pick J, J will have 11th, I will have 12th, H, G, F, E, D, C, B, A. Essentially, if we're thinking about numbers, A, Jaxie will have first pick, yeah. and he won't get another pick until the 20th pick. Yeah. yeah. And J is kind of at an advantage. You think, well, oh, well, the first nine players are gone. But J will get 10 and 11. Yeah. So 10 and 11 could be two very, very good players. Whereas 1 and 20 might have a massive difference. Yeah. You'll have one superstar, and then you'll have one player who is middle of the park. Yeah. Um, it's a relatively good top 10 pick. Top yeah. 20 players. Top 20 players in your eyes. Yeah. We'll talk about what players that could be in episode three, but again, we're just going over the the logistics of it here. So that is important to know when we talk about setting up our draft picks prior to the draft, because we have to have an idea in our head of who we might pick and what will happen if that player is picked. So let's go back before the draft. We need to set up our picks. So what I like to do before the draft is get out my notepad. Hence the name Notepad Nola. And I'm going to write down 12 first picks based on 12 players being in our draft. So I don't know what rank I'm going to be. I could be any rank from 1 to 12. So I could be prepared for 11 players being taken before I get a pick. So I have to be confident and happy in my pick that I'm going to choose as first pick. Now, again, if I'm 
12th pick, I would get 12 and 13. So again, I might have maybe 15 to 20 players in my head so that I'm ready for when the snake comes back to me. So you might have in your head two premium players. When we say premium, it's not like your Salah, your Haaland, your Kane. It's the likes of Son, Bruno, Martinelli, Martinelli possibly, Saka. Mm. So these very good players that, again, you can only get one of. So you're going to have maybe two premium players, possibly three, but one high premium, next next level premium, and another one like a very good defender, like a Trent or a Tripler, possibly, if you're, if, you're, if you're going well. Yeah. So you need to have them in your head. You make a list out of your, your first people that you're going to pick. The majority of people are going to have the same 12 players. Yeah. You know, I make a list, you make a list. We have two players different because we all know who the best players are or who we think is going to go well. Yeah. The second and the third for me is most important because these are the players that would be available that you might have a valuation higher than someone else that you might get. If I get first pick and the 11 other people get first pick, we're all picking Haaland and we'd be kind of stupid not to this next season. So let's say that it doesn't make a difference if you've Haaland down first, as if like, oh, I'm going to pick Haaland over someone else, because everyone's going to pick him. So you nearly essentially rule out Haaland, rule out Kane, rule out Salah, and predict you're going to get like 8th, ninth pick. Yeah. You have that in your head. So you're going to have um, a rank of these 1 to 15 players. Then you're going to look at your second players, and players like, I don't know, who would be a second player, Jackson? I don't know how to... Gundogan was the first one that came to my head, but he's gone he's now. Gone. The players like that, they're getting off of your first picks. And Joe who came to my head. Callum Wilson, would he be a first pick player? First round. Or second pick round, Yeah, Sorry. maybe. But like, yeah, you'd be thinking of a striker. Jesus, sir. Yeah. Havertz now, I, I, again, I'm not recommending these players. Just players that come to head, my head that aren't going to be picked first pick. But yeah. you might think they're going to they're do well. McAllister for Liverpool, maybe. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so, Havertz is a good example. Shit at Chelsea, right? But maybe some people think he's going to do very well at Arsenal. Probably won't get picked in the first round. I nearly guarantee he won't get picked in the first round with the first 12 players. Yeah. Possibly might get picked in the second round. By an Arsenal fan. By an Arsenal fan. So if you think Havertz is going to do well, pick him in the second round. Um, if not, leave him off, so on and so forth. We'll talk more about strategy in episode three. But have a plan in your head of who you want to pick and when you want to pick them have, I would recommend, three, four, five different sections. So when you're organizing your players for like fifth and sixth round, it's really, really important because these are players that will probably still be available. These are players that you think will do well this season and might go under the radar to other players. If you do a good bit of research and pick them up later in the rounds, they might be worth more than you originally picked them up for. Again, we said there's no prices, but there is a theoretical value because I'm valuing a player more than Jackson because I'm picking him earlier. So if I pick, again, I always use Almiron or IU as an example. If I pick Almiron in third round, well, I think he's a third round pick. He's that good, but you mightn't pick him till seven or eight. Yeah. When we talk, when we talk about rounds, we're talking about one snake oscillation we'll say so when it gets one to <laughs> like that one. one snake yeah yeah well you know what i mean so one to ten is the first round from 10 to 20 is the second round from yeah. 20 to 30 every 10 is if there's 10 players it's going to be the round it's going to be essentially the number of players you pick so my first players first round my second player second round 
and that is the theoretical value that you put on them players. That's how I like to do it. I like to do it when I write it down and then I'm going to go to my draft room and put them in ranked order. On the other hand, I don't use notepad, I just go bang straight in and... No kissing. Straight in, no kissing. I, in the draft night? No, 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 no. no. I rank them before the draft night. Oh, yeah. um, I don't, personally, I don't have a notepad when I go in. I rank mine depending on the value I put on them before I go into the draft room. Now, I normally rank between 1 and 150. That does give me enough cover to get the players I want or the players that I think will do well if they are picked before me. Now, what's important and what I do here is I often select players. This is coming into strategy. Yeah. But we mentioned before that there's no points, but you can have as many players from the one team as, as you possibly can. So you might have in your head you want to have Man City defenders or you want to have in your head you want Newcastle defenders. Sometimes what I do is I'd have them all in the block numbered beside each other. So at least I get one of them. Good point. So when he's talking about uh, ranking, he's talking about going into the draft room and putting a number on them. So I'm going to put number one I have him. So he's going to be top of my list. Literally a, a, a list on the FPL app, app where you have it in order. Number one to well, however many you want to do. So Haaland one, Kane two, Salah three. So you know not only just on a piece of paper, you know exactly who you value higher. And it's a lot easier yeah. to compare and contrast between players that way. Yeah, this does take a little bit of time to get them ranked in the true order that you value them in. But when it comes to the draft night, it does give you that cushion that they're already there in front of you. You can see, okay, I'm going to pick this player next, this player next. It does release that bit of stress that yeah. may be there. Sorry, the draft number is so important if you miss your pick. Because if you don't have good connection, or if you enter the draft room and aren't there, so again, let's say it gets times around, but you've already entered the draft room, you're there, the timer is going, which we'll talk about. Every pick is timed, so it could be 30 seconds or 45 seconds. The draft takes an hour and a half to complete. Let's say, on the off chance that you are gone away for two minutes, if you're taking a piss, if you're taking a shit, <laughs> The draft, the draft rank is so important here because if you're gone for this length of time, it'll pick the next pair who you, yeah, who you have ranked time next. out. Yeah. And then so if you have Almiron, yeah, 30th, right? But 1 to 29 are taken. Almiron is now number one. So you're not there, your timer times out. Almiron is automatically picked for you. Now, what's Jesse, so, tell well, me what what's, so, what's so important about that is... Let's say if you don't have them ranked, thank you. FPL will pick the player based on the valuation that FPL puts on that, that player. So they actually give them a draft rank. They put them in order based on what they think. Based on what they think. Based on maybe points aggregated last season. That's where they're going to be this season. So that's why it's so important to have them ranked. Because you could get an injured player drafted into your team if you don't have them ranked. If you don't have them ranked, yeah. You are just relying on FPL. So I remember last year someone wasn't there and they got Sterling. And Sterling was injured at the time or maybe just got to, to, to Chelsea. He wasn't a good pick. And they had him like number 10. Because he was because like he was he was, 10 million. He was 10 million, exactly. So he was re they valued him really high in the normal FPL. Therefore, his draft rank will just say was 10. So the first nine players are gone. He could be your first pick. And you 
some people like I wouldn't take Sterling in my team last season at all yeah. because he hardly played in rotation. So essential that you have them picked in order so that if you miss it, if your Wi-Fi goes, if you're not there for any reason, that you're still going to have a, a decent team. So it, it actually could be picked for you if yes. you weren't there. I've never, I should do that actually as a laugh to see what team you'd get if you rank them in order. I kind of, because of the nature of the draft, the chops and changes, I kind of have the list in a general, I think the list kind of puts me off somehow. I have them in my head and just vibe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the list, personally, I need to have 100 to 150 players down to give me that cushion. I do pick and choose from that list when I have it, but at least I have it there in my head. It all does go to shit a lot of the time, um, but in the strategy in the next episode, yeah, we're going we're gonna to touch explain on... Explain why that isn't so important. Like, Yeah. We have our picks done. We have our either notepad or we have them ranked in order on the app. When you enter the draft room, go to your players, search them up number one, number two, number three, whatever. And you can actually chop and change them and figure out who you actually want ahead of another one when they're beside each other. Who would you actually pick? He said a lot of it goes to shit when it starts, but it's good to have a, a base and a plan. Now comes the draft night. The select day that you picked. The time. Jack Maloney, can you give me a bit of a lowdown on what the draft night is like? So, or can words describe it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I might fumble my words again. Yeah. Everything that you've been doing so far has been leading up to this night. And I'll take a deep breath. Yeah, for a take second. time there, man. I know it's emotional. This is the most enjoyable part of the draft. There's so many twists and turns in it. Everything that you had planned going into it will all turn on its head. Everything will change. Your heart is going to be beating faster than it's ever been oh, beating. There, you think you have a plan. When you think you've had, you don't. Yeah. I don't know who said that. It's a famous yeah. quote. Yeah. Our favorite quote. <laughs> but like we are saying that there's a plan. We can you can help yourself having an idea of who you prefer. But like then draft ranks after the first twelve picks, the first second two rounds are gone. Your ranks are all over the place. Yeah. Because players are gone. Yeah. Take this example. You get first pick. Unbelievable. What a buzz. You get to pick Haaland. You won't get the 20th pick now. So you're going to see all 19 other players being picked ahead of you. And these were all going to be the best players. You're going to be like, what Like, what are we going to do next? Yeah, unless you have a really good plan. First pick is not even the best pick. Because you get Haaland and then your Sackers who could go very well. I, I think personally 10th pick or, or last pick, we'll say, is one of the best ones because you get two we call them premium players. Yeah. You could get a Saka and you could get a Rashford over a Haaland and who's going to be 20th pick? I haven't a clue. Yeah. I don't know who's going to be 20th. Sure you don't know what changes every Joel time. Joel Linton. A lot of someone along those lines, maybe. I hope he's not. <laughs> second round, man. If you're picking Joel Linton second round, you're on for an L. Yeah. Anyways, there's going to be a lot better players than you think left 20th, but they're not going to be the premiums. It's not going to be, again, we've got Son. Um, Bruno, Rashford, um, United sign a striker, you know, all these new players to the league. Yeah. That's, uh, I suppose, another point that new players are up in the air. We don't know who, who's going to be in the league, who's going to pick. Mm. Our deal's going to be over the line when you do the transfer or when you do the draft. Yeah. So the draft night is just a buzz. Yeah. There's your best 8 to 12 to 16 mates or 
one or two of your mates and a couple of friends that they're friends with. Yeah. It's a community, everyone there together on the one night. So we, we would suggest yeah. setting up maybe a Zoom call or FaceTime. Better again if everyone in the one place, like we were in Galway yeah. last year, everyone goes to the one place where you're all doing it in the one room. So it does create that for the buzz, everyone's shouting at each other, giving a bit who of drive to take it, who are you going like, to Let's say I, I, I'm up before you, so let's say Jaxie does get first pick and I do get second pick. When it comes back, when the snake comes back for round two, I get a pick before Jaxie. So yeah. he's really anxious, he has a player in his head that he's going to pick and I pick it and then, so he, when you're focused on a player, too yeah. focused on a player, he's picked, you've got 30, 45 seconds to make a decision of who you want next. So yeah. if you are not prepared, um, beforehand, either with a notepad or on the transactions, you're under pressure. That's it. Mike Tyson said it. He said, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Everyone's got a plan until your player gets picked right before you. And yeah. it will happen. I yeah. guarantee you because you're looking at the same players. So draft night, get maybe two, even yeah, even if you want to divide it up into two groups. If I'm, we're in Perth and boys are in Dublin, get on Discord, get on Zoom, get on whatever you need to get on to make the most of that night because honestly it's you only get one or two of them a season a season so that's we, why you need to make the most of it oh and, and everything changes like uh, uh, if i do a draft in the morning i cannot predict what 15 players i'm going to get i have no idea i know what players i want to get but they might be taken so every time you do a draft it's a totally totally unique team and you're like okay this is my team i'm going to get behind this team yeah. i'm now a a big Salah supporter, I'm now a big whoever, I'm a big fan of Joe Linton just because yeah. I mentioned him. And you're really excited to see what the season has to bring. Players that you've probably never owned in fantasy ever before, you now get the chance to play with them and to follow them and to support them. What's so good about the draft as well, you have that team and after the draft you have that team, but throughout the whole season it's going to chop and change. Mm. If you look at your team at the very start of the draft, the one that you pick in the draft room, that might be completely different to the one you finish with. 100%. I, I've often done that. Yeah. And usually you pick or keep your first one, two, three picks. Unless you do a big trade. You can yeah. trade your Salah for De Bruyne or whatever. But I've often seen, I might have one player. I might have one player, two players left from my original 15. Yeah. Compared to when I eventually win it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I suppose it wouldn't be too disheartened if you're not happy with your team exactly because some players might go off some players might like the sun last year sun didn't go off as well as we thought mm. um but he was the first pick so i wouldn't be too disheartened if it doesn't go your way because things do chop and change yeah. and if you apply the strategies that we tell you to do you'll have a successful season with the help of god but yeah it's 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 funny because you might be very happy with your team and it doesn't work out you might not be happy with your team but you just all start working together the first or two week, first two or three weeks, and you get a couple of wins. So again, never be disheartened by your team. Never get too excited yeah. because you think. I, I last season I did very poor on one draft. I honestly thought I had. I was like, how did I get this team? How did how did people let me have Trent and Diaz and Salah? Yeah, Trent did nothing. Diaz, Diaz didn't play. So like, you think you have a great team, and everything changes. You yeah. have to adapt. That's what I was going to say. Maybe it shouldn't have been my first pick, but I picked I picked Diaz in one of the drafts. Ruben Diaz? No. Or D Lewis Diaz. Lewis Diaz. Oh yeah. I picked him as one of my first picks. He gets injured in the first couple of games of the season. So your first pick who you valued the most, he's gone. Gone. So that's why you're 
fourth, third, fourth, fifth picks are so important because these external influences could happen and you're going to have to have some prepared. 100%. Now, that's all to come. Episode 3, we're going to tell you and bring you through that whole journey. That emotional roller coaster is the only way I can describe it. Getting so excited and amped up beforehand, who you're going to pick, everything changing. But we want to give you strategies because, yeah, it can get all jumbled up and you can get confused and excited, but you still want to stick to a couple of key rules that is going to make you make you have a successful season. They're pillars, we could say. Boom. Pillars that you can live by when you're in the draft room and if you live by these couple of pillars you won't you won't stray too far out you can be flexible but the there's a couple of pointers yeah tune in episode three we're going to give you a couple of pointers that might not be apparent when you start a draft or you do a draft for the first time or maybe you have been drafting and you haven't been doing well because you're going for particular players and particular formations Episode 3, we're going to teach you exactly when you're in that draft room, how to be calm and what to do. See you then. See you next week.